This is the Apocalypse Survival Guide. We are here to help you survive the apocalypse. Which apocalypse, you ask? All of them, from A to Z. Each week we cover a different type of apocalypse and give you advice on how to survive. The rules are simple. We choose an apocalypse depicted in a movie and cover how you could survive that type of apocalypse. So stock up on supplies and get ready to survive. Hi, I'm Drew. I'm Frank. And welcome to the bunker. On this episode, we are on to the letter M. And for M, we have machines come alive. I know what you're thinking. Artificial intelligence. Machines taking over. No, I'm talking the 1986 classic Maximum Overdrive. Fuck yes. The, the only Stephen King movie. I don't know what you're going to say. What do you mean? Stephen King's had a lot of movies. That is true. He has a lot of movies made off of the works he's written. This is the only movie that Stephen King himself directed. Yep. Wrote and directed a movie and never did it again. And after watching it, spoiler, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) I really, I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, it wasn't great, but it it definitely illustrated that directing is not his strength. (sighs) Well, I mean, it was his first time. I think any first attempt at something and... Is going to be hard, and, and you take a look at, oh, look at this, listen to the first episode of this podcast. I mean, not that we're any better, but I think it's a slightly better. I think we've gotten worse, actually. Oh, well, okay, we've gotten worse, yeah, but I mean, he's, but he never, yeah. I don't believe you ever did any, like, you know, like, you have your head director, like, secondary director, setup shots, all that type of stuff, you know, I don't think he ever did any of that, so he was just him yeah. directing a movie, because he's, a, he's a, a phenomenal writer, I'll say phenomenal. I like some of his stuff. Some of his stuff. Here's my issue with him as a writer, and I'm going off on a tangent. Sometimes, and maybe it's just me because I have ADHD, I feel that he spends like 50 pages describing something when it's like, can we move on already? It's a little drawn out. That's funny because I'm I'm also a huge Stephen King fan with his novels, and you're you're right, but he he has a strange ebb and flow to that. Like sometimes he will be painfully over descriptive and then other times he's nice and he flows right through it and it's nice and easy to read and he gets to the point it's he's not like uh tolstoy where the whole book is super descriptive down to the he kind of goes back and forth and you do you run into those like a fucking chapter like a tolstoy chapter in the stephen king book you're like come on man and it's not like he needs to pad it he's already got like eighty thousand pages per book yeah yeah, exactly. But I mean, like he spends he spends a chapter describing how the, the the tires on the car, what they look like, and then the next chapter, uh, you know, like say the gunslinger series, I remember, and then all of a sudden this build up and he gunslinger pulls his gun and shoots a guy, and it's like a it's a paragraph, and he's dead. I'm like, what the? Did, you can't build this up a little bit of a fucking gunfight, but you're talking about the tires on the car, right? That's the ebb and flow I'm talking about. Yeah, like, the ebb and flow. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, so this is his one and only. Uh, yeah, but when I say thank God, I don't know if I'm looking at it from it's an '80s movie, and it's kind of it's reminiscent of an '80s movie. Very much. It has that feel, obviously, and and 
when I say gimmicky, I don't mean like he did it on purpose, but there's a lot of 80s tropes in there, and you see a lot of, you know what I mean? And, and oh, I don't know if I'm sure. just looking at it from, you know, so many years in the future now that you're like, what? That, what? That was, but, you know, I didn't hate it. I just, it's just comical at times yeah. when it's not supposed to be. He definitely fell right into that whole, like, culture of 80s cinematography and, and the feel of the movie and the, yeah, he very much did. I, I would like to actually see him do another movie now in this time. Do you remember, you told me, do you remember why he said he would never direct another movie? I don't Oh, I, I think he know. said that he learned, that he, he found the whole process because people telling him what to do and this and that. He didn't feel like he had control and it was a clusterfuck basically and mm. he'd never do it again. Mm. I'd so. like to see him do a, a modern or or modern recent one with something. He could, fuck, I, he could try it. He can't be worse than some of these other guys out there. Yeah. M. Night Shama yeah. Dick, I'm looking oh at you. Oh, my God. Have you seen the preview for the new Gunslinger movie? Yes. Looks a little disappointing. From, from okay. From, we've both read the whole series. Here's like, my problem with the casting of the Gunslinger. And, okay, go ahead and, and throw up your... Politically correct, whatever. Now, not you, but people out there. I'm sorry, person out there who's listening. I don't have a problem with Idris Elba being cast because he's black. I have a problem because, in my opinion, the gunslinger seemed, I don't want to say dim-witted, but he seemed, he didn't seem as charming. And I think Idris Elba, when he was considered for James Bond there at one point, I'm like, I could see that. He's a very suave and charming guy. Sure. Very intelligent. It appears that way. can act that way. And that's not the, the, the way I pictured the gunslinger in my head. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's – I just have a problem with him because he, he's – the gunslinger in the books, the way I interpret it, and I could be wrong because I'm an idiot, was very – when I say simple, I don't mean dumb, but just very stoic and very just yeah. – just, uh, you know, he's the hammer, and he's just pounding away on the nail. Nothing fancy, nothing extravagant. He's just, this is yeah. who I am. This is what I'm going to do. And this and Idris Elba is a very good actor. I love him in everything oh, yeah. I've ever so seen. Do I, so do but I. he just seems too too charming and smart. And I don't know. He just seems, he doesn't seem right for that reason. That's my only complaint. Yeah, I see exactly. I know what you're going with the the Roland Deschain from the novel, and we are we're we're talking about a fucking movie, and here we are talking about a Stephen King novel. How far off are we now? We haven't even started. And we haven't even started. <laughs> Man, we're getting worse and worse. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, did you take your meds today? I didn't take my ADHD meds. That's the problem. <laughs> you uh, forgot, didn't you? Um, I have meds. No, but uh, the Roland Deschain from the novels. I, now, granted. Again, it's not because of the whole race thing, but they do depict him as, well, a very Clint Eastwood-ish character. I mean, they even do a couple, uh, like, you know, uh, artist renderings of him, and he that's how what he looks like. So I was a little surprised that they went that far kind of off script with it. Eh, I guess it doesn't really matter. The character is the character, but... Uh, I think if, if it was a... I just want to say a black Clint Eastwood, but if it was a... I don't care what he looks like color-wise, but if he was able to portray Clint Eastwood's character, like in in the the Man with No Name series, yes. like the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, for a few dollars more, because that's he watched 
if you look, if you read into it, Stephen King watched one of those movies, one of those Sergio Leone movies. That's the mm-hmm. director of the Italian westerns who the did the spaghetti westerns. spaghetti westerns. He directed them, and Stephen King watched one of those movies, and he wanted to make a like the Hobbit or the Lord of the Rings type of book mm-hmm. with that type of character. So he basically, I'm not saying ripped off Clint Eastwood, but took that guy that character and threw him in a Lord of the Rings crazy fantasy thing. So that's my only complaint is I don't see, and maybe he can, maybe he can pull it off in the preview or just that flash to get you to see it. But he just seems so charming and sharp. Like, you know, like, yeah. like Clint Eastwood behind the eyes doesn't look dumb, but he looks just like dead eyed and no humor. Yeah. And those movies just, He's I'm here. Quiet, stoic killer. Minimum movement, minimum of economy of words. And this and Idris Elba is a great actor. I mean, I I love him, and that's I don't be like, oh, you're just saying that. But I mean, I love him and everything he's in. But he just he doesn't feel right to me. Yeah, the type I could be cast, wrong. The typecasting of it, he's the he's the opposite type. But hey, we'll see. I mean, he might he might be awesome. You know what? You know who would like um just to to uh uh not to, who the fuck uh, um who's in Training Day and. Uh, Denzel. Denzel. I think Denzel would be better if you, if you want to go that route because more stoic. More stoic. More he he can kind of give that air to it like he's um you know he's there. I don't need to talk a lot. My presence says more. Very stoic. Deliver two or three lines or two or three words and get it all through without being. So I think that's my problem with it. He's the is Idris does not appear to be very stoic. Yeah. And maybe he can pull it off because he's a great actor. But he just seems to, again, when they said him from James Bond, I'm like, I could say that guy's a James Bond. Very suave. You know what I mean? Very, he could pull that off. Very debonair. But that's not Roland Deshan. I'm curious to see how he how he does with it. Uh, anyway, so, to the movie. Yeah. How about, uh, <laughs> uh, we're just going to cover all all things Stephen King. Yes, we're just going to call this the Stephen King uh, episode. So basically, the movie starts... And there is a comet. There's, there's, they made me read to start with. What's up with that? Oh, yeah, it did start you off. You got to read. With, with Gosh. But it says on June 19th, 1987, at 9.47 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Earth goes into the path of a rogue comet, Rhea, R-E-H-E-A-M, and they'll stay in the comet tail for eight days, five hours, 29 minutes, and 33 seconds. And I guess because we're in the tail of the comet, that's what starts all the mayhem. I actually, well, okay, hand it to Stephen King. I mean, I'm not surprised because he is a genius when it comes to stuff. But I'm, I'm, in, I'm impressed with the, with the catalyst of it, with the reasoning behind it. Now, do any of us know what a fucking comet tail does? No. Will it probably do anything? I would say absolutely zero. But it was at least original. I've never seen any other movie where a comet tail. <laughs> You're being a smartass, right? No, I'm a little serious. I'm a little serious. It, 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 Have you heard of Night of the Living Dead? The comet flies over. The original. The original. The black and white. George Romero. Yeah. Night of the Living Dead. I don't Comet that. flies over. Yeah. The dead rise. Oh, shit. So things that can't move so come it's alive. Not original. And Damn then it, try to Stephen kill people. King. I didn't remember that it was about a comet. I was actually. I gonna, honestly didn't you remember You didn't remember that? that? No. I was actually going to complain that it's. 
it's um, at one point in time, it was Hollywood's magic dust. Like, how how can we think of a way? I know comets. Comets are crazy. Nobody knows what a comet is. It's actually true because there's that movie, The Night of the Comet. Night of the Comet. That spoiler might pop up. Oh, it could. You never know. But yeah, the Night of the Comet, same thing. They use a comet going over as a catalyst to it all. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just fascinated with fucking comets. Maybe that's what it comes down to. And Stephen King is is a fan of Romero. He loves George Romero. Which, and if that's why he wrote it, is like a I'm gonna do a comet Uh, like Romero, like a little an homage. I'm fine with that, but it's not, you know. But anyway, so it starts, and then there's it starts the bank marquee that says "fuck you." And then the attention whore, Stephen King, who cannot stand to not have his face or name in everything he's associated with. A cameo. He's almost as bad as Shamalaka. Has to make a cameo. He gets called an asshole by the ATM. I want to thank the ATM out there. <laughs> Did you, the, the lady in there, you know, that's his real wife, right? No, I didn't know Yeah, that. I, I looked. I, Interesting. Yeah, that's his real wife. Huh. I might have to watch it again just to see what she looks like. Yes, like 30 years ago. She well, was, true. you know, yeah. she can't be that hot. She married that weird fucker. But, um, I mean, and he wasn't famous and rich at the time, if you look when he got married. So, uh, unless he's packing some type of peace we don't know about, um, <laughs> she, yeah. Anyway, um, so the ATM calls him an asshole. And then it cuts to your favorite band in the world. Oh, my God. ACDC rocking out through the entire movie. In my notes that they wrote, they, they wrote the entire Soundtrack for that movie. Did you know that? Yes. Every song is ACDC. Yes. I have it listed in weaknesses. Maybe not the. Did you notice that? Enemy's weakness, but it's my weakness. At least once. I didn't count. I probably should count. They threw. They, a guy said, Hell's Bells. Like, he, he's like, Hell's Bells. Like, looking at something. Really? It was. Um, no, I wasn't catching. It was farther down in the movie, but it was the uh, the uh, the black truck driver who had the okay. Green Goblin truck. Frankie Faison. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I very few of these actors I recognize. Yeah, I know a bunch of actors. Well, I mean, that. but anyway, when the something happens and they're all looking out the window of the truck stop, he goes, Hell's Bells. I'm like, Really? Nice. Really? I did not pick up on that. That's hilarious. I mean, no. why didn't I just have some of the other characters like, We're on the highway to hell? <laughs> they're doing Easter eggs to the band that's playing the fucking soundtrack for the movie. Well, they had the, the van oh. that said ACDC on it that gets, gets smashed. Mm hmm. I can't remember if that was one of the um, band members in the van. I kind of was watching and like, oh, I go back and check, and then I got sidetracked because mm. you know something shiny flashed in front of me and I got sidetracked. But uh, anyway, so then the river bridge that uh, it goes up with cars on it. Let's see, cars and people fall off, cars crashing each other, people die. Watermelon was everywhere. <laughs> Just poor watermelon. Watermelon. Um. And then uh, they establish that where the movie's going to take place, a good old truck stop someplace in North Carolina called the Dixie Boy. And that's where the majority of the movie takes place. Mm-hmm. We get introduced to our uh, protagonist, Emilio Estevez, mm-hmm. who his name was Billy in the movie, oh, nice. which was nice because I was going to call him Billy the Kid anyway from uh, so, the only two movies of his that I, well, I don't say I dislike about the movies, but my favorite two movies of his. Young Guns and Young Guns too. Y'all see the size of that rooster? Yeah. Um, which, you know, I thought back in the day were good movies. I haven't gone back and watched them. It might be wrong. Don't, don't watch them now. I ruined them, probably. Yeah, I would. Um, let's see. And he's a cook. And then he's boss brings him in. And it's a typical 80s boss piece of shit where 
Billy's an ex-con and he's working there and he wants him to work nine hours, but only get paid for eight hours. <laughs> and I'm thinking, wait, minimum wage back there was back then was about like two bucks. Let's say every worker there, you're making like sixteen bucks. What? What's the? Why is it worth it? Yeah. But anyway, uh, and then the arcade goes crazy. Cigarette, mach- cigarette machine. When's the last time you saw a cigarette machine? Oh man. If for people out there who were young, a cigarette machine used to be you. Would, it was like a vending machine. You just walked up, put money in, you pulled a lever, and cigarettes came out. Yeah. So if you were six or sixty, you could buy a pack of cigarettes. Exactly. No, uh, no discriminate. The non-discriminatory cigarette machine. That's right. With the plunger handle on it. I think the last one I saw actually was in a bar, and it wasn't as long ago as you would think. It was maybe fifteen yeah. years ago. In a bar, I get it. Yeah. But then again, that makes sense because you got to be 21 to get into the yeah. bar anyway, so that's okay. That's if it's that, a strict straight bar, why yeah, it's I got no problem with that. Yeah, it makes sense. It but for like, out. I remember seeing one growing up in the local mall outside the arcade. Oh yeah, like there's a cigarette Grocery machine right store. there. Yeah, yeah. I could have walked over and put my quarters in that and grabbed a pack of smokes <laughs> if I wanted to. Awesome. And the dude for oh, I I just remembered the dude in the uh, in the uh, arcade. That's Giancarlo something or other. He's f- fucking Gus Fring from the Breaking Bad slash Better Call Saul series. That would mean something if I watched those. Oh, boy. I could see by the very blank look on your face that you've never seen it. You know what? Before. I'll be honest. Uh, side note, I was going to watch Breaking Bad, and then somebody I worked with was like telling me what a great show it is and that I should watch it. It's better than these other shows that we talk about. I'm like, hmm, maybe I'll give it a shot. And there was another guy who was working there. And uh, I like that guy, too, but he was like, oh, that's great, man. And then all night we were working. He kept, whenever he'd call or send me text or whatever um, for the job I was doing at the time, it was all these quotes and things from Breaking Bad and, like, this and that. And it annoyed me so much, I called him at the last day, I refuse to watch it now. He's like, what do you mean? I, Listen, you have pestered me and annoyed me so fucking much, I refuse to watch it. I will never watch it. Never. It could be the greatest show ever, and I will go to my grave missing it. And I don't care. That's how fucking stubborn I am. I refuse to watch it. He's like, whatever. And I refuse to watch it. You are stubborn like that. So it just takes the little things to set me off. But that set me off. So I refuse to watch it. So you'll never know. I'll never know. But anyway, he plays a typical typical 80s black guy, and he's you know stealing cigs because they're falling out of the machine. Oh, let's see. He gets zapped. He gets, well... I got that down here. But anyway, so then the, uh, let's see, oh, the, the worker, uh, I don't know what his name was, Duncan or whatever, was filling up the Green Goblin truck. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the pump stops, and he pulls it out, looks at it, starts blowing in it. Like, why the fuck you would ever That's do that? The worst idea ever. I mean, and then he gets sprayed in the face with gas. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way I look at it is this. So you have a gun. You pull it out and start cranking off rounds. It doesn't work. Do you look down the barrel to see what's wrong? Yeah, apparently this guy would. I'm surprised he lived that long. He doesn't have very good survival, uh, self-preservation. And if things. and if the pump could turn on and off by itself, what do they need the people for? And why <laughs> why if he's gassing up the truck, his new buddy? Why is he uh, spraying the 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 guy in the face when he's trying to help the truck out? Hmm. Some other inconsistencies along the way that we'll get to. Interesting. Let's see. Uh, oh, and then uh, yeah, shitty boss. Uh, Oh, and then the uh, the waitress gets attacked by electric knife because she's back there trying to do the kitchen because Billy's getting 
the evil boss is twirling his mustache while he's telling him, you're going to work nine hours for eight, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's almost exactly what he sounded that like. That is exactly that what good. he sounded like. That was good. Um, and it cuts the fuck out of her, and then Billy smashed it with a hammer. Like, why? Like, when you're appliance, let's say you're using appliance, and you, it cuts you. Do you start fucking smashing with a hammer? Yeah, this is this is literally the number one very first event that happened. That they've seen. That they've seen. And that was his response. You're he doesn't right. unplug it. I mean, if you unplugged it, and then you're like, huh, it must be malfunction. Yeah. There's been plenty of appliances throughout the years that have in some way hurt someone that was using it. I seriously doubt that their response ever was get a hammer and smash it into pieces because, holy shit, it might do it to us He's again. He's the cook. Is he is he putting toast in? If it starts to burn and, and catch on fire, does he beat it with a hammer? Yeah. Like, this fucking thing, I'm going to beat it with a hammer. if he burns his hand on the fucking griddle while he's cooking, is he <laughs> beat the fucking sledgehammer in here? I mean, what the fuck is this guy's response? No wonder he's an ex-con. Working as a, <laughs> as a you know, very shorter cook. Skills. I, apparently, you know, something ba- bad happens, he hits it with a hammer. Uh, and then, oh. And then, the like you said, the arcade game electrocutes the thief. When he touches it, when he touches the wood panel yeah. outside, because that's how we've that changed works. physics. Like yep. electricity travels through wood now. Yeah, you didn't know that wood's a conductor. For electricity? I did not know that. Like, Stephen King knows that though. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> um, then we go to the little league game, and the team wins. Yay! And then the coach goes to buy sodas for the oh, team. That's right, healthy, and then. Uh, <laughs> Shoots the coach in the balls with the soda can and then kills him by shooting with him in the head can. with the soda can. And it kills a couple of kids. Now, here's the thing. Even if something comes alive, how does a soda machine all of a sudden generate enough force to kick out a can? I, now, kicking out a can hits him in the balls and hurts him. Fair enough. That's a pretty hard object. Shoots it out at terminal velocity that hits yeah. him in the head and kills him? Thank you. And thing And... It kills some other kids because if you watch at a distance at the kid, yeah, as the kid he goes up to with his his, he's a catcher with his catcher's mask and to protect himself, to check on coach and coach is dead and then as he runs away you see a couple of kids laying there. Mm-hmm. How the fuck does it have exactly. enough terminal? Like, does it get magical powers? Because I hear comet powers. Sorry, it's comet powers. Comet powers activate. Comet tail Sorry. power. I mean that. Yeah, that's it. It trumps everything. Physics do not matter anymore. There's Hell, a lot of physics that are out the window. Hell, I, just as a spoiler, there's some semi-trucks involved in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty pretty strong plot in this movie. Why don't things just take off and fucking fly? Why don't they? I mean, why not? There's no fucking physics. Semis just take off, they fly just, through yeah. the air. Instead of chasing them around on the ground, just Why are we driving on these roads like chumps? Yeah. Just fly. Yeah. You don't worry about those ditches and shit anymore. Anyway, yeah, because I mean, I know what the internals of a pot machine looks like the pop just falls down to shoot like there's even no, if it was at the no even if it was the very top one and it like cleared all the safety mechanisms to slow it down and it shot out and it hit you in the balls it probably put you down the ground yeah i get maybe you a nut get shot will probably hurt crack you in the head it's gonna leave a bruise that's a heavy can i'll give you that yeah it ain't gonna kill you and you could even hear the sound effects of it. It sounded like they were like, boom. Like and it dented out. his head like the can dent. Yeah. Which is a neat special effect, but really? Sure. sure. Hey. Oh, and then the, then the steamroller comes alive and oh, rolls through there, yeah. and it kills a kid on a bike. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Then we get introduced to the f- lead female. No idea who she is. Brett, I think it was her real name. I wrote it down. I don't oh. know who the fuck she was. I'd never seen her before. That was like she's very. One... Tr- she was a hottie, but yeah, never. Was. That was a one movie thing for her, though. Yeah, and then she was with the cheesy old man Bible salesman who was grabbing her, of course. Right. And uh, then the radio gives a warning to get off the road, so they pull over to the truck stop because that's you know things are going bad. I want to go to a truck stop. Yeah, yeah. It's got everything uh, you need. Yeah, and then the Green Goblin truck comes alive nice. and it tries to kill somebody. Oh, that's when the the black dude goes Hell's Bells. Yeah. It tries to it doesn't actually No, it doesn't kill somebody. It it, it turns on and then drives towards them and then, tries, and then it, it stops. Just coasts and stops. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like someone driving that cuz then uh Billy, uh, that's down the, in the movie because, uh, but Billy goes and looks, and Green Goblin's empty, and then mm-hmm. he opens the, the sleeper, and there's the fucking jack in the box that pops up and scares him. So, so this, so this truck driver drives around with a loaded jack in the box. I mean, there's some probably jack in in the box <laughs> in, in that, there. That sleeper, it's a sleeper, but an actual jack in the box. I highly doubt. You know what that's telling us? He's a pedophile. He does drive around he in a truck a with a truck. big clown on the front. Yep. And and he keeps toys in the sleeper birth part. <laughs> There's the, yeah. But they're creepy, they're creepy clowns, if you noticed. And I know yeah. the clown on the back was probably supposed to be... When did It come out? It looked kind of like the It clown. Remember the movie It? Yeah. I don't know if that was intentional or not. I this movie or I'd not. have to look, but that's yeah. too much work. Um... And then the, there's oh, and then they cut to this married couple driving down the road, some dude and Lisa Simpson, uh, the lady, the annoying lady. Oh my god, the little lady that was the married guy's wife. Yeah, that's she does the voice of Lisa Simpson. Oh, you're right, you're right. That newly married. Uh, yes, the guy and the yeah girl. I told you. And then told married you. guys, I kind of watch a pee, and I'm like, you're into some freaky shit, dude. <laughs> I never wanted to watch another a chick pee. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the first thing you think of when you're a little honeymoon. I'm married. It's not can we fuck? It's can I watch you pee? Yeah, and she'd be like, Can I get this? An, can I get this annulled already? What's the record? <laughs> uh, oh, they stop at a gas station, find a dead worker. Then an old tow truck fires up, tries to kill him. Lisa's driving badly. She does like three sixties in the road to get out of there and takes off. And oh, and then Billy finds a green goblin. Truck was empty. Um, then he gets scared. He's he's bending down by the the tail end of the truck. I can't remember why he was bending down looking at something. And then the hot chick, Hottie, comes mm-hmm. up and scares him. And then here's where I really take umbrage. They start to take umbrage in the movie. The Green Goblin truck adjusts its side mirrors mm-hmm. so it can see. Yes. Okay, here's my thing. The truck comes alive. So all the mechanical operating systems, it can control by itself. All right, I'll suspend reality. I'll sure. accept that. Because it's actually creating power yes. by which to make it move. Yes. But. Those are manual mirrors. Yeah. Now let me ask you this. Can you move your hair? Like can you make the strands of your hair go in different directions? Because that's basically what he's doing. Hmm. He's making his hair move in the manner he wants it to move. That's what I equate it to. By saying he, you're talking about the Green Goblin The Green Goblin truck, truck, yeah. You're actually giving it a... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? 
pronoun. Wow. Well, you fully you fully evolved in this. The manly <laughs> truck truck driver is the manly. <laughs> so yeah, the truck. Okay, I, I it the I, truck. I get your I, I get your. It moves uh, its analogy. hair. Yeah, yeah, it's like moving his hair. How? It's, it's like ears. Said, can you it's wag your ears? I guess maybe some people can, but not like the ends. Can you bend them over? There's no muscle there. There's no mechanical. There's no... And everything else, they they pretty much... Pretty much everything else that they show is powered in some way, and that's what it uses. Whether it's engine power, electricity... Uh, well, that's pretty much the two things we're talking about. Engine power, electricity... Yeah. No, they so do it right, again. The mirrors. They do it again. They do do it again? They do do it okay, again. Okay, well, all right. We'll get to it. Yes, I, trust me. Um, <laughs> let's see. Then it cuts, cuts back to the little slugger, the kid from the Lily game, which I think he's he's what the guy, one of the guys that works at the truck stop. That's his dad. Duncan Skiak kid. Duncan, thank you. And you see him riding the neighborhood. You see dead people everywhere. Dead dogs, too. Then an ice cream truck shows up. The kid hides. Then he takes back off, and a lawnmower starts to chase him, which, if it's not a self-powered lawnmower, because it was a push. Now, it could have been a powered. I don't know if they had powered push mowers back then. They do now. Even if they did, it didn't look like it. It was kind of a old, old crap. So, the, okay, I can get the, the engine, but how does it move the yeah, tires? There we go again. Oh, sorry. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Then the Oh, then a garbage car hauler comes to life. And it kills Duncan because um, he had double vision. But was he stupid? I mean, he like, <laughs> oh, I have to see. I dropped my keys. And then, uh, you know, you can see double vision, but are two trucks coming at me or one? I'm just going to stand here picking up my keys. <laughs> Even if you didn't know the trucks came alive to kill everybody. Get the a, fuck out of the way. A stupid-ass truck driver yeah, coming exactly. in, doesn't see you. Oh, he'll stop. I'm not taking chances. Are you? No. Uh. All right, uh, let's see. Then the Green Goblin comes alive, and he backs up and kills the pervy, the pervy Bible salesman, yeah. even though Billy tries to get him out of the way. Because Green Goblin smashes his caddy, his new caddy. Uh-huh. And uh, as the, the truck's backing up, he's, like, running in the worst serpentine pattern. He's, like, just running in a straight line, kind of <laughs> looking back, like, why does this truck keep coming at me? Maybe I should veer to the left, right? Nope, keep running in a straight line. Straight line. It'll never catch me. It can go... <laughs> 70, 80 miles an hour, and I can't. It'll never catch me. Gets hit and thrown into a ditch. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, then the hot chick changes because the Bible salesman touched her, and it didn't freak her out that he was manhandling her when he was alive, but now she's upset that he was manhandling her, and he's, he's dead. dead. No nudity. Big disappointment. Yes, Because she was hot. Come on. It was the 80s. At least some gotta tit. be some side boob, a little side boob even or something. No areola, just something. Nothing. Yeah. Let's see. That's probably because Stephen King. He's a fan of women. I don't want no nasty nudity. <laughs> um, then all the trucks come to life. They surround the truck stop, like circling the wagons. Yeah, very much, very much so. Uh, then you got the married couple again. They see miles of trucks driving down the highway. A semi pulls out of nowhere, starts chasing them. Uh, hits him a couple times. Shows the car doing 85 plus, and the semi keeps up. How the fuck is the semi going 85 plus? Like semis don't go that fast. Not that I know of. They not built to go that fast. Right. But this one can. Hmm. Maybe he's maximum effort. He's like maximum effort. No, it's fucking maximum overdrive. 
He was in maximum overdrive. He was. That's oh, the whole point. He was in fucking maximum overdrive. And then the, the car makes a quick move. The semi goes off the road. And apparently, this comet not only makes trucks come alive, but he turns them into C4. Because if you notice, <laughs> it starts to go off the road. It's just like going off road. It hasn't, like, crashed yet. And then you see this fireball coming from behind. Like, <laughs> I'm a fireball. And then uh, it rolls down in the ditch and then explodes like it's loaded with C4. Oh, man. Now, if it would have said, like, if it was chasing him, it would have said, like, explosives or, you know, famous Frank's fireworks truck. And, okay, maybe the may, sure. maybe the jostling caused it to explode. It wouldn't. But maybe, all right, I'll expend a little bit of belief. <laughs> but to have it just, you know, oh, there's a rough road ahead. Boom. That's a How many have we seen, though? How many have we seen and are going to see with the classic C4 loaded vehicle? The Jeep in, uh, what was the one movie? Jeep uh, that drives Deep off Impact. The cliff. Yeah. Not the porn. And not the porn. And just spontaneously blows up like it's Semtex. Yeah. I, I like explosions as much as the next guy. But we're simple. We're like, you know, stupid, you know, but yeah. that. that give, it, give, it a, give it a reason. It has to have some sort of. Trigger yes. to make it blow up. And a reason that that actual thing would be blowing up. Like you said, a gasoline truck, a fireworks truck. Those, okay. Something happens to make it, ha- and it trigger it, and there's a huge fireball. I'll bite. But not a milk truck. Yeah. And then it goes to the married couple. They're in their car, and they see the, the, the truck circle in the truck stop, and they, he decides he wants to shoot the gap to get into the truck stop. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah, what? Well, that truck stop. I didn't rewind it. I, I thought about rewinding it, but then I decided I don't want to waste any more seconds of my life. <laughs> didn't give a reason why it was a good idea to get in there. Yeah, right. Like, imagine, I don't know, it's the frontier, and you see some people are circling the wagons, and there's Indians, just because that's the typical trope. And they're attacking, and they're fighting them off, and you're sitting on the outside, and the Indians don't know you're there. And you're like, man, I, I think I can shoot past all those hostile Indians and get in that that get in the center there. You want to give it a shot? I'd be yeah. like, why? Yeah. Why don't we hide out here, wait for it all to die down, and see what happens? No, no, no. I think I can make it. Yeah, no. They look like they're having a real hard time in the center there. Let's they go in there and join really, them. They're really in dis- in distress, and. Uh, they're not having a lot of fun, and everything out here is hostile. Let's get where they are. Yeah. And let's take a big risk getting there, by the yeah. way. Yeah, exactly. I didn't understand the reasoning. I can see- Other than to join the, the main cast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can see them wanting to find some refuge, but you drive past and you see that scene taking place. Let's try to make it to the next truck Check, stop. please. Let's yeah. find someplace else. And even if, let's say hypothetically, I'm being serious. Let's say the car runs out of which. Another here's another question: Why do the trucks, only certain vehicles like trucks, come alive, but the, the cars don't? Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. Why didn't their car that they're driving in that they are using to now if it evade, shot the gap and then stopped so it got run over? Yeah, right. That would have been the that that would have been reasonable because if a fucking knife can come alive or a pop machine can come alive you're telling me that a car a which lawnmower is, which or is a lawnmower you're um, telling me that a car that they're driving which is basically one off from the semi trucks is not going to assist its big brothers 
and say, yeah, 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 no, I'm going to let them think they're going to make it through. And right when they get there, I'm going to lock up the brakes and shut off the engine and you plow into them. Okay, Bob? And then nice Bob, knowing you. Then Bob the semi is like, yeah, 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 good plan. You got it, man. You got it, Cuddy. Right, yeah. I think it was a cutlass. Hey, you got it, Cuddy. <laughs> you bring them right in the kill box. All right, lock it up. Yeah, but no, the car that they're driving works perfectly fine for them. Totally functions, no problems. So is it only diesel things that come alive? Well, if it's only diesel things, then why did the airplane that we they show airplanes come alive? We'll get to that in a little bit. Why did that come alive? Why did the lawnmower come alive? Okay. I've never met a okay. diesel lawnmower. Have you? No. I was I was almost with you there for a second because the steamroller, that'd be diesel. Yes. All the semis, obviously, obviously. Diesel, the tow truck mm-hmm. thing at the. It was a big. It was a big hauler. Yeah, it was a big like semi tow truck. Yeah, that would be diesel. So for the most part, you're right. It is all diesel. So that would almost be a good theory, except for yeah, you got the lawnmower and the ice cream truck and the ice. I don't think those are. It was a. It was a big box truck. Potentially, so it, let's, let's okay. just say potentially the ice cream truck could even be. Diesel. All right, I'll, yeah, all right. Still I'll got bite. the lawnmower, lawnmower. and. The airplanes, that's jet fuel. That's it's complete. That's different. the opposite of diesel. Diesel is like the crudest, if yeah. people don't know. And then the airplane fuel is like the high end shit. Refined. Yes. Because yeah. I'm going to go up in the fucking air. I want the most refined fuel too. Like, yeah. I just don't have shit in there. I'll find it. <laughs> yeah. what, what could happen? <laughs> it's no big deal if it sputters out. Who cares? Fuck it. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, so that theory is, is shot. He could have actually had a solid narrative there with that but he fucked it up or even if he would have said if they would have been like we're almost out of gas there's no other place to go for a million miles it's this or we die of dehydration out on the road give me something even if it's not true Mm -hmm. give me something like i think i can make it what do you mean i think i can make it why why what it's in the script because it's fun why (laughs) you can't even throw a throwaway line like we're almost out of gas, and there's no place for a thousand miles. D- d- give me, get, toss me a little bone. I'm like, yeah. eh, all right. I still don't think it's a good idea, but I'm like, mm, all right. At least they kind of gave you an explanation. Other than That's I think I can make it. Hey, what? 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 Why? That's I'm, I'm, I got why? Why the fuck are you trying to make it there? Other than join the cast, I get it. Anyways, the married couple does not make it. They get, well, they don't make it cleanly through the gap. They get hit. Car gets flipped over. Billy and the hottie come help him out into the truck stop. And then the owner, who's of the tip. Uh, listen, if Stephen King was trying to make the most typical redneck southern stereotype, he has encompassed it in the boss because he now has an M72 law rocket yeah. launcher. Yes. And proceeds to blow away two trucks. Which was. Where amazing. the fuck? Again. It's coming very handy, but where the fuck do you get an M72 rocket launcher? Probably get one if you wanted to. You think back in 86, if you really wanted to get a yeah, law rocket? Probably. I'm not going to say it's going to be cheap, and it's definitely not going to be by legal means. That's why he has him working nine hours for eight. He's, he's got a, for law He's rockets. got a rocket addiction. See, but here's here's the thing with the... You know, with the collapsible law rocket, like what he had, I thought those were one-shot use. I didn't I think, think they, they were reloadable. I don't. I think there's some type that are, but for the most part, it's a yeah. That's what it is. It's like a tube, and yeah. it's collapsed and it's watertight. For our one military listener who hates us, and then you <laughs> pop the ends, you extend it, you look through the thing, you push the button, and you throw it away. Right. It's just a tube at this point. Yep. 
Now, I think there are some that you can reload, I think. Yeah. But for oh. the most part, they're... Why not just get a bazooka then? Because, like, the World War II bazookas are reloadable. And probably easier to get. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll give them a pass and say, okay, that was the reloadable lot. And our military guy out there is going, jumping up and down right now. No, you no, no, fucking no. idiots. It's this type of lot rocket. Well, then email it us. It is reloadable. Quit jumping up and down and e- email us. He, and then I can ignore des- your email. He despises us way too much. And I'll ignore us. your email. No, maybe I'll bring it up. Oh, and then it shows the hottie putting a knife in her boot. Like, she's going to stab a truck. <laughs> That's a great weapon. Like, I'm going to tell you, that's not going to make my list of weapons. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm bringing. Knives. It's just knives. Yeah. Uh, then the kid shows back up. The plane is flying itself. And it appeared, maybe he just heard the props, the propellers of the plane. But it sounded like there, he's playing, the, the plane was playing the music. Do, 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 whatever that is. A Flight of Valkyrie, I think. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the kid looks up and then hides. Could he really hear the music? That's what, it made it sound like he's, where's that music coming from? And he probably heard the props of the plane, but it just made it sound like, here was this music. Oh, there's a plane. <laughs> <laughs> a couple miles up in the air playing music so loud. Coming a couple hundred miles, I think I can hear it. I better hide. <laughs> Listen, if there would have been like, and he hear plane noise and he looks, and you're like, oh, you see the kid look at the plane. Then they show the interior of the plane with the music. And then the kid hides. Okay, but it made it sound like doo 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 doo. And the kid's like, "What the fuck is that coming from? <laughs> that plane two miles and away." And the last thing I'm gonna be looking for is a plane. Yeah. If I hear music coming, especially in the world that he's already experienced, at that point, all he's seen come after him is vehicles. Right. Now, I get hiding if he would have spotted it because, yeah. like, you know, I'm not taking any chances. Kid was smart. I'm not taking no chances. No. Oh, but yeah, I'm like, can he hear that? Um, uh, let's see. Oh, then uh, they they get to the basement, the prepper's wet dream. It's got like machine guns and rockets and grenades and everything in the cellar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did pop a chub when I saw it. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. that was a nice little stockpile he had. Uh, then it shows the kid get to the truck stop. He can't get in because there's a grate blocking something. Mm-hmm. See, the sun goes down, and then the hottie goes down on Billy. Oh, yeah. That's, that's another one that I just... Uh, come on. Pistols and pussy in the cellar, man. <laughs> <laughs> All the shit going on. Yeah. Uh, could you, could you, semi trucks are driving themselves or circling the truck stop. Fuck break. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're, you're a, well, I don't know. I don't understand women. But let's say you're a woman and you're hitchhiking across the country, whatever she's doing. And trucks are coming alive and killing people and all this shit's going down. And you just met this guy and, yeah, Emilio Estevez, Estevez is good looking. I'll give him that. He's an attractive guy. Back then. Back then. The and, then and then this the, the crazy boss tells her that he was a criminal and he did some crazy. I can't remember what he said he did for crime, but he's a crazy shit. He probably beat a guy up with a hammer. That's what he did. He was like, oh, hammer time. <laughs> this guy made me mad. I'm going to beat him with that with a hammer. Yes. Uh- <laughs> My first response to everything. That's why he's a hammer guy. She's a knife. She's a knife gal. Uh, They're just going to fuck. Yeah. But, uh, you know, all, he did all the stuff. And she's like, it's okay. I'll let you fuck me. <laughs> you want to fuck? Yeah. But, I mean, I guess the other 
side of that coin is if you really think that it's the end of the world and you're going to die, yeah, throw another one in there. One last. Now that now last, I do knock out one last uh, one last fuck. Sure, I remember reading something where like during World War One, World War Two, some of the kids that weren't in the war, like back at home, they would start fucking extra early because they're like, "What's the point? Life, you know, uh, war timing's crazy. You know, what's really, the point? Yeah, Might as okay. well live for the moment." So maybe that's what they were doing. Yeah. Again, didn't show shit. Come on, Stephen King. This is why he. Hasn't directed any more show, movies because he's not tip. allowed to. How about some just some naked, just some ass or ass? Yeah, you know, nineteen eighties Hollywood said, "What the fuck are you doing, Emilio's tick? I'm, what? What? No, what? no, 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 no. I don't want to see that. What Maybe. are you doing? We show gratuitous nudity, Stephen. You're fired. You're not allowed to direct any more movies. It's R rated, isn't it? Yeah, I thought so. They I, I fuck could... a bunch of times in it. Yeah, and they and they kill people. It's got to be R rated for back then. R. All yeah. the all the blood. <laughs> <laughs> and gore. But yeah. I'm laughing because it looks it looks cheesy now. Oh yeah. It's like red Kool-Aid. <clears throat> yes. It was like a paint bomb blew off. But um and then uh blue it shows Billy eating muff. I mean muffins with the hottie. <laughs> and then they they throw it out. They're talking about the island where there's no vehicles that they can sail to to be yeah. safe. Yeah. And what's it called? Haven. Really? Really? Nice. Yeah, you, you can't be more creative. No. It's called uh, Safety Island. Or you know what was worse? A safe Place Island. Did you watch the James Cameron movie Avatar with the Blue Fox? Unfortunately. Thank you. I hated that fucking movie. It yeah. was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I don't if you like the movie, thank you for being our fan. But fuck that. It was a terrible fucking movie. It will never show up on here. Never. Not that it fits our narrative, but it will never show Even if it did, here. it would never show no. up here. And the, the the shit they want was called unobtainium or something. Like, really? Are you fucking that lazy? <laughs> you came up with Terminator, Terminator 2, True Lies. <laughs> Which uh, is the greatest. Tit- listen, Titanic. Yeah, I said it. Good fucking movies. Yeah. Great writing. And then you got blue f- people fucking with their little tentacles coming out of their oh, head. Man. And fucking the little flying horses as well. I mean, yeah. he fucks... Zoe, you, what's her face? Why are you attaching that to the flying dragon thing? You just had that attached to her. Yeah. That's what you use that for? Yeah. Everything? Yeah. 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 But anyway, unobtainium. Like, really, motherfucker? I you know. couldn't call it something else? That's like, true. this is better than unobtainium? I mean, that's just, you, you could have said that. I would have been fucking happier. But they call it Haven Island. I, I fucking, I guess I've never written anything. I hate lazy, lazy writing. writing. Yeah. This M Night suck a dick. I think watched this growing up. This, yeah. And seriously, he probably he probably did. This was his paradigm. Yes. This, oh. yeah. Now, hold on, you're growing up. You want to be in the writing films, whatever. Stephen King is and still is financially a legend, and a lot of his books. Again, we talk about the ebb and flow and how he writes. For me, a little too much in spots, but still a great writer. Oh yeah. I'm not just saying that because he's a multimillionaire. And no, I love his I'll novels. never be, and yeah. he could crush me if he wanted to. But um, <laughs> uh, seriously, you, and you look at that like, huh, Stephen King, I want to be like him. Sure. He would totally be a, 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 a uh, role, role model. model. Yes. Yeah. He fucked up generations. Way to go, Stephen King. <laughs> Way to go. Yeah. You gave us Shyamalan. Thank you. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, and then... 
the waitress who got cut with the knife goes cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and starts yelling at the truck. Sweet Angel. And then almost gets run over. Mm-hmm. I think of it a letter. She was like, really oh, annoying. yeah. But yeah. Hey, what have we established on this podcast many a time? Pussy, still pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's getting sparse it's because getting they're spar- dying left Let's and right. Let's see. <laughs> Billy's got the hottie. Lisa Simpson's got the husband. Yeah. What's Oh, fuck. She's the only pussy left. She I got to save her. Got to save yeah. her. You two. Man, run out there and save her. <laughs> Try not to get run over. <laughs> you got to thin out the numbers. You got to thin out the number. I mean, hey. And then uh, <laughs> the power goes out. Finally. Yeah. Yes, it's, okay. yes, because people should be at the wheel. No, it's not even that. Another thing that just it makes my head hurt about this movie. Obviously, the machines are in control of things that have power. Why the fuck did they let the humans have the electricity for as long as they did? If they're in control, if they can make the entire arcade, the machines turn on and off, on and off, on and off, and then blow up and do all that other shit... They're clearly trying to illustrate that whatever this comet has done has given machines the ability to control whatever source of power that they have. And it took them that long to cut off the power. Not only that, and I know that this is, uh, well, it doesn't matter if we're spoiling it because we're telling the thing anyway. The trucks that are circling it and circling and circling it, they do that for like 18 fucking hours. And then the trucks, not that they have brains, but then they finally go, ah, let's just drive into the thing. We're semi-trucks. Let's just well, drive right into do, the fucking they truck They do stop. address that, and I kind of, I'll give them credit on that. I must have missed it. Oh, they, they do say? explain. I'll t- uh, um, well, here's my thing. Uh, uh, remind me, what, do the tr- what does he say? Um, what? what? So what comes alive? The machine or does just electricity? You see what I'm saying? Because like the arcade, the soda machine, the cigarette machine, they're a little more complex. Is it just the electricity? Because then they shut the power off to the place. So does what type of plant is it? Is it a coal-fired plant? Because back in the 80s, let's say it's coal. When they're burning coal. And then what? That coal burns and then it spins a generator and sends electricity out. Yeah. So is the generator now alive? You see what I'm saying? Like, what level is the plant alive? Yeah. It's very vague. Yes. Like, again, lazy writing, which, whatever, I'm I'm starting to be with you here. Thank God Stephen King hasn't directed anymore because I think he is the reason for Shyamalan. And people like him. And people like him because this is lazy writing. We had another movie where we were like, fucking lazy writing. Tell us why. Why is this happening? Oh, it was uh, Vanishing on 7th Street, Killer of Shadows. Yes. Like, even if you want to be kind of, like, vaguey about it, at least give me something. is fine, but give me something. Yeah. They give you nothing. This is, like, nothing. And that's a great question. What is it that's coming alive in this movie? Is it the actual mechanicals of the devices? Is it the electricity that's powering it? Is it just power in general, like actual power? Whatever the source is in general, what is it that's coming alive? I fucked. Who knows? Thanks, Stephen. Thanks a lot. You fucking spent 18 <laughs> pages describing the, you know, what a knife looks like, but you can't spend fucking 18 seconds explaining what comes alive and what doesn't. <laughs> Douche. Um, oh, then they hear the Bible salesman screaming for help. 
Uh, I'll get to I didn't forget about you, but I'll get back to that. See, then they show the kid crawling through a drain pipe to get close to the truck stop, so he couldn't get through one part because it's great, but he get to another. I don't understand it. That's yeah, just another culvert. Uh, but again, why does he want to be there? Well, his dad's there. Oh, that's right. That, that's that, right. The, the kid's the only one life. that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the kid's right. the only one that makes sense because right. he's like, I gotta go find my dad. Yeah, and vice versa. When dumbass, his dad got killed. Was going he was like, I gotta get find kid. my son. Which okay. I True. yes, yes. He's, and they're like, Well, you can't see. He's like, I gotta find my son. I'm like, Yeah, dude, I get you. Yeah, I feel I you. Totally get you too. If my eyes were all fucked up, too, you'd be I'd trying be like, to find your. And I and I knew that some shit was going down. It's going crazy out here. I gotta find I my, kid. Get my kid. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Um. Oh, and so then they decide to make a rescue attempt for the Bible salesman because they hear him screaming in the mm. ditch like he's still alive. Sorry about your luck, pal. So, um. <laughs> then they 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 grab some weapons. And they run to another part of the truck stop. Let me ask you something. They use a rope to uh-huh. climb down to the drain system. Uh-huh. You ever been in a truck stop? Mm-hmm. You ever walked around a truck stop? Yeah. Looked around? Yeah. Stopped going to the bathroom, take a shake, get a Coke, whatever? Yeah. How much rope you see lying around <laughs> a truck stop? I see lots of like CV not bungee, antennas and Not shit. bungee cords. If they had tied a bunch of bungee cords together, I would you got be totally me. I got you. with it. Cause it was like a rope. Fucking and everywhere. not just any rope. Look like a type they could fucking type, you know, string up the HMS Hindenburg too. I mean, that was fucking a thick ass rope. Yeah. Like, where are you keeping rope in a truck stop? That was like nautical, like tie off the Titanic rope. Yes. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> Where's this fucking rope? Go? It was in the intro. Cheap writing. Uh-huh. Uh, then they grab a rope. Uh, Mr. King, where they get a rope in the truck stop? Why is there? Why a would rope there be a truck? The- they just get a rope in the truck stop. You know, the rope section of truck stops. And they're like. Fucking go with it. <laughs> um, He's never been in a truck stop. <laughs> he, has, he has people go to truck stops. Yeah, exactly. He pays his assistant to go to truck stops. Uh, he wants a Coke. He pays his assistant. Yes, assistant. Uh, Samantha, do they have ropes in truck stops? Yes, Mr. King. Okay, thanks. Uh, <laughs> Continue. And right she's in. walking out. She's like, I don't I don't I don't I need this job. Yeah. Um, he's creepy. I'm afraid he's going to get one. It seemed like that's what he wanted to hear. <laughs> and they climbed down into the the drainage system sewer seemed like a shitty job. Oh, uh, boom. God. Let's see. The kid That's finds... That's lazy writing. It is. <laughs> hey, hey, but I'm unpaid, so I can fucking do lazy writing. Okay. Let's see. Then the kid finds the Bible salesman, checks his vitals, appears to be dead, but no. Then he pop, remember he pops up and grabs him. Yeah. Uh, and then he, he tells the kid to get him out of the ditch or he'll kill him. And then the kid starts screaming because, you know, that's what I would do when there's... All these monsters that you're trying to hide, to hide from. from. Over here! Yeah. Oh, I'm not hiding over here, I swear! Um, they Then they show up. They find the kid. The guy is now really dead. <laughs> but that, but that, so the kid checks. Thinks he's dead. He's not dead. They show up. Grab the kid. Don't even check him. Say the guy's dead. <laughs> Several levels of dead. That <laughs> oh, he's dead. He goes through. He's yeah. dead. Yeah. And then they run off. And then a truck goes down the embankment and smashes into the drainage pipe mm-hmm. that they don't need to get out later must be different multiple drainage pipes you know there's just it's like a whole there, network there's at least a hundred of them I'm coming su- out of every truck stop there's a hundred drainage culverts i'm yeah. surprised they didn't run into a couple italian plumbers running around jumping on <laughs> mushrooms i mean it's so it was so big down there what with mushrooms <laughs> but well, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly exactly, exactly. That's, that's how this movie got written mushrooms <laughs> Oh, and then they blow up another truck. Then the trucks get smart-ish. Ish-er. 
a bulldozer and an army gun thing shows up. Yeah. Uh, now it was an M two seventy four mule, which is a legit military truck. It is a real truck. Mm-hmm. But they do mount machine guns to it. And we're back to what is being controlled here. Uh, they wake. They were. Oh, the, the, when they show up, they were sleeping. Billy and this his girl were sleeping. They appear like they're naked again. Apparently, I don't see anything again. Billy apparently seeing trucks makes him fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I guess man, look at those trucks killing people. You want to fuck? And she's like, yeah. Again, you know this relationship's not gonna work because. Once there's no trucks. Once there's no trucks, she's like, eh, it's boring fucking exactly. you now. We're not going to die. Exactly. Um, and it has a belt-fed machine gun, an M60. Mm-hmm. And here we are again. Okay. The, there's no more mechanical device than a fucking firearm. We know that. Yes. What the fuck? I get the thing driving around. How does it charge it? How does it fire it? Where did the seat go? Because if you look up a uh, M274 Mule, I'm like, like, what is this stupid? Th- I didn't think it was a real truck or vehicle. First, like, there's no seat. What do you just hang on and drive with this big stupid <laughs> wheel? I'm like, did these fuckers just create a stupid looking military truck just for the movie? It is a real thing, but there's a seat that's right there by the up up on the platform. Yeah, a gunner, <coughs> a gunner seat. No, no, there's a seat for the driver. Is oh, what I'm okay. saying. And there, there, I don't know if the gunner stands. There's a seat, but anyway, uh-huh. there's a seat for a drive. Where'd the seat go? Can he turn bolts and kick off the seat? Like, <laughs> fuck you. I'm freeing myself from the oppressor. <laughs> and if that's can. the case, why don't you see all these semi-trucks open their doors and, and throwing their... Spitting their seats out. <laughs> yes. Because like, they don't want to be affiliated with humans. <clears throat> I'm throwing off my chains. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> but it shows up. The uh, typical southern redneck owner shows up with his rocket launcher, shoots the bulldozer. And then he gets blown away by the machine gun. Uh-huh. <sighs> He's dead right there. Um, and then it starts shooting. Yes, and then it starts shooting into the, the bar or the truck stop, which is fine because it, it's cleared out the riffraff or I put AK, all the actors we don't give a shit about. And <laughs> I'm having trouble keeping track of the couple that I, I don't want to say care about, but I'm attempting to care about yeah, in this even, movie. Even recognize their faces. Yes. Yeah. Um, but here's my, and then the crazy waitress goes cuckoo again. We beat you. And goes to grab the rocket launcher, which is somehow loaded again. And then she gets shot and cranks off a rocket in the air, which somehow goes straight and hits the trailer of a truck <laughs> she's like you see she's like falling back and the thing's pointing into the air and then all of a sudden the missile goes straight yeah, into because truck. those are those are guided okay i don't know shit about military stuff no hold on rockets it, but it, i but know it, those aren't guided let's say it is guided let's say it's a heat seeking missile all right let's give him i'll give him let's give him that little bit you want to give him that okay. little bit just to okay where did it hit hit the fucking trailer, trailer. Where like, no like toilet paper wasn't it toilet paper or something or was it beer it's a beer truck it was a beer truck this okay. time hits a beer truck it didn't hit the engine. If it was heat, if it was say it was a, it was a, uh, a heat sensor and it went up and then came down and hit the cab, sure. even from the top, it came yeah. at the heat. Then I can. All go right, with fine. It. I can go with it. It did found the heat signature. Is of it the a beer seeking missile? I mean, <laughs> I want one of those. No, I don't. I don't want to blow up my beer. You don't blow up your beer. No, no I don't. Maybe, maybe a, a beer finding. Yeah, a beer finding not, missile. It's a dummy like, missile. It just flies to the beer and then hits it. Falls it's down. Got a sign that says beer here, beer here. I'm good with that, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, let's see. Uh, okay, yeah, clears out the riffraff. And then, oh, and then the army truck starts honking its horn. Morse code, which is I found to be racist. Why is it? Because it's an army truck. It knows Morse code. <laughs> I mean, no other trucks know Morse code. It's got to be the army truck. <laughs> Typical. Uh, and then the kid, of course, he knows Morris Code because he says he got a merit badge in it from the Fireside Girls. Uh, last summer, I know Morris Code. Here, give me a pencil. And he writes down, you know, uh, <laughs> please g- give us gas. We won't kill you. We swear. Ha, 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 or whatever. <laughs> uh, I totally believe this semi Which now... If you were a sentient vehicle and you needed fuel and you couldn't get it for yourself, fair enough. They, you know, fair enough. But here's my thing: Why was it just spraying into the truck stop? What if it killed everybody? Yeah. And then be like me, 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 me. And Green Goblin's like, "Is anybody coming out?" And he's like, "I don't see anybody." And the truck rolls in. Goes little army truck rolls in and the mule. And I killed everybody. What the fuck? You had one job. One job. We need the gas, <laughs> you asshole. You're the only one that knows Morse code. <laughs> yes. Shoot the guy with the rocket. I'm, I'm also, on board for that. I'm also the only one that has a gun. I mean, what the fuck do you want from me? <laughs> Why are you spraying everybody? We need them. And then the truck says they need people to pump gas. It could have killed them anyway. This is what Billy says. He says that the reason that they called in the mule was because of the cellar. And if the big trucks drive in, they're going to fall in the cellar. So that's the, the reason behind why the big trucks don't drive into the truck stop when they want them to pump the gas. Okay. I definitely missed that. Is it true? Possibly. Fuck if I know. I don't know how they build truck stops. I mean, he was down there fucking all day, so he would probably be able to look at the structure like, yeah, yeah, I think a truck could come through here. You know what I mean? (laughs) As he's, you know, laying on on the bottom, and she's fucking reverse cowboying him, and he's looking up, and he's like, you know, I bet you a truck drives through here and a pie crash through here. (laughs) Yeah, baby, that's it. And he slaps her ass. Um, Was that a little too much? Um, Then the power turns on because they want him to pump gas. How the fuck do the trucks control the power? Yeah. That's, I mean, they turn Dude, off and turn on. Here we go again. God. So, yeah. And then Billy tells her that he'll be fine because they're giving him what they want. They're like crack dealers, and then I can kill him. And then Billy goes to tell the goblin to call his trucks, that they'll pump the gas. He's all cool about it. Yeah, motherfucker. Bring it in. We got the best shit in town. <laughs> I like Green Goblin. I would have been like, you're, you're a douche. You're the first one I'm going to run over. <laughs> you are the first one. I After you give me fuel, you're the first one to die, you stupid little yes. fuck. So, uh, oh, and then they they run out of gas, and then a tanker truck shows up. Uh, and it shows the trucks are, like, too wide for miles deep. They're all just waiting to get gassed up. And so the, the tanker truck shows up, and he goes to put the, the hose, the truck's dick, into the thing, so he was Billy was handling the truck's dick, in my opinion, and he puts it in there to pump the gas, and the hand crank turns by itself, so the gas starts going. Again, how? Because there's no explanation. Exactly. Is it mechanical? Is it electrical? Is it engine power? What is it? Pick something. No fucking explanation. There's no way. I don't care if. Everything became sentient. Everything. A coffee cup, a pen, and it starts talking. It's like, I'm alive. Holy shit, your coffee cup's alive. It's not going to start dancing around when it has no mechanism to move. Right. It's not a fucking Disney movie. 
Yes, that's exactly right. Like the pop machine, it has to have the actual mm. mechanism in physics to make it get up and walk. Coffee cup can't walk. Why can't it walk? Because it doesn't have fucking legs. If the if in the in the in the pop machine scene, if the pitching machine would have all of a sudden fired up, started cranking off balls, that would have made sense. That would have made sense, and that potentially could could have enough power. Yes, to kill somebody. Yes, if hit him in the head. That would have made yes, sense. That would make sense. Poor lazy writing. He, I bet you he wrote, let's have a pitching machine. Like, no, that's not. How about a pop machine? And, yeah. and they're like, but a pop machine can't. Doesn't do... make any sense. A pitching machine actually makes sense. Doesn't matter. Makes what? Yeah. Sense? sense. What's that? <laughs> this movie will make a lot of dollars and cents. That's only sense. So they free fill up. Uh, oh, then they decide their hands are all blistered, so they want to get the fuck out of there. So they cut the grate off the escape tunnel. They grenade the army truck, the mule, so it blows up. People escape the truck stop. Then the trucks go suicidal and drive into the truck stop. Mm-hmm. They drive over to the truck stop, and then the, the tanker truck blows up. Everything blows up. And then apparently Green Goblin can hunt people because he doesn't stay there and he's driving yeah. away. They show him driving like, I'm going to get you, motherfuckers. And then, because, again, we don't understand how it works, the fast food sign lights up, remember? And the kid shoots it down to avenge his dad. Listen, um, if I have any children out there who are listening to this, and by children I mean ones that you know I'm unaware of, and <laughs> you find out I'm your dad and I get killed by some means, blowing away the lighted sign of a fast food restaurant not how you avenge me. It's not going to, yeah, not going to. Not going to do it. He doesn't blow up a truck. Will not be smiling down on you. Not the truck that killed him or just a truck and be like, that's for my dad, fucker. Cool. He yeah. blew up yeah. the I can, sign. I can see the representation of the then, other semi-truck. It wasn't the one, but I see what you're feeling and how you're, what the fuck? And then hands the gun off to the, to the hottie. Uh, I'm yeah. done with this. I, just, I don't know if he was I like. I just needed to. Shoot at White Castle because they made shitty sliders. Semi truck <laughs> ran my dad over. <laughs> oh shit! You think there's a lot of your dad dies from getting run over by a semi? Let's say like in real life, and then White Castle's just got to replace their fucking signs all the time. <laughs> fuck another kid. Another blew sign. Up. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> uh. So uh. Right. Yeah. I will avenge you. You go take care of the truck. No, I'm going to shoot the White Castle sign. It was so bad. Uh, and then the ice cream truck shows up. They shoot it, and it blows up. Again, they shoot the... Oh, listen. Ice cream truck, full auto weapons, the rifle rounds. Well, were they using those grease guns? Anyway, they shoot the damage up the engine, and it comes to a stop. I'm okay with but it flips over and blows up again. <laughs> Why? Why? I love it. <laughs> oh, jeez. Don't you know? Especially in the there's things that are true about the 80s. <laughs> Number one, guns do not run out of ammunition. We've established that. Yes. Number two, using a gun that does not run out of ammunition, however small the caliber, shooting a vehicle adds pneumatic springs to the suspension that can launch it into the air and every vehicle is full of C4. So 
if we remember those rules and standards of the 80s. And there's supposed to be gratuitous nudity. But for some reason, that didn't happen. No. Damn it, Stephen King. You fucker. Anyway, so those are, those are the rules of the 80s movies. Yeah. <laughs> then they find the sailboat, and then uh, they see some dead rich lady who's hanging out the window of her car. And some character. I don't even know if I ever saw him ever in the movie. Like, did I ever see him in the truck stop? Like, there's some character that was with them, like, to escape. He sees the dead rich lady hanging out of the window of a car. I don't remember seeing him ever in the movie. Like, hey, where, where'd that guy come from? Like, he's just with them. Like, you, were you in the truck stop? I don't remember seeing you. He just snuck out of a bean field or something <laughs> and jumped in with the group. And they're like, who's that guy? Anyway, so he takes the rich lady's, dead lady's diamond ring. And then Green Goblin runs him over. Yeah. Like, well, it is a douche move to steal the ring. Right. So you get killed. But again, why is she, again, why is she hanging out the window of her car dead? Like the window rolled up and killed her. Why is that car coming alive to kill her? But the car that Lisa Simpson mm. and her husband in doesn't come alive and try to kill him. And you never see any cars driving around, cars uh, driving around trying to kill people. You see right. semi trucks, big rigs, dozers. That mule, an airplane, never any cars. Right. And cars, if... If this is some sort of... And this is getting down to really the... Uh, like, the base... Or the, the... I don't know what I'm trying to say. Getting down to the, the core of whatever the hell this thing is. There has to be... Or you would think, anyway, that even though it's the comet and the comet tail, that there is some sort of sinister, just call it an entity, because who knows what it is? Who knows if it's ghostly, cosmic, other dimensional? Who knows? But some sort of sinister entity that is bringing the machines alive and making them homicidal. They're not. The machines aren't coming alive and saying, "Hey." You would you, before you had to drive me to get your supplies from one coast to the next, but now I'm going to do it on my own. You're welcome, humans. Or they don't even come alive and be like, you know, this is really unfair. Yeah. I want like a, you know, for every three hours work, can I get like a 20 minute break? And uh, <laughs> they're not know, asking for a minimum wage hike. I want, a, I want oh. an eight hour work day. Oh, I mean, it's not like, hey, guys, what's going on? Yeah. It's like, no, they are very homicidal. Yes. So this, this, this sinister entity that's that's driving all of this I, I i would have to assume that there has to be something out there like that otherwise again um why wouldn't it use the cars what what why would it not realize well these big giant semi trucks are really good for like smashing things and like running stuff over and it's definitely going to kill a person if it hits them with this but i have these smaller machines that are way more nimble Way better at chasing humans and running them down and killing them. Some of them are capable of going off-road, so if the little humans run off into fields and stuff, I can chase them with that as well. Let's use these as well. But no, let's just roll up a fucking window on one fucking lady and kill her. Lazy writing. And I don't... The, the mechanisms that power a truck, other than the type of fuel and the refinement, are the exact same mechanisms that power a car yes it's the exact same yes thing combustion internal combustion yep. engine yep so why yeah no idea 
Even the mechanics of the vehicle are exactly the same. The steering system, the drive system. So yes, everything is identical on a smaller scale, much more nimble and usable by this nefarious uh, entity. But no, only to roll up windows. And then Billy pulls out the rocket. I'm just tired at this point. And he shoots Green <laughs> Goblin. And he says uh, a cool <laughs> action line filled with profanity. Yeah. And then, shocker, Potty's knife becomes important. Yeah. They cut the rope so the boat can sail free. Yes. They all, sail to the island, sail. which hopefully has food and water, but whatever. Who cares? They have guns <laughs> and pussy. And then I have to read some more, and it says, Two days after the machine's rampage, a UFO was destroyed by a Soviet weather satellite equipped with nuclear web missiles and laser cannon, which I, ha-ha, get it. It's a weather satellite. Uh-huh. That's got weapons, and it blows up the UFO. So apparently the aliens Were who using... have the technology to fly interstellar are so fucking bored that they want to come and make trucks drive around killing people and laugh about it. Okay. I, ha- I have to make a confession right now. <laughs> I watched this entire fucking movie, and by the time it got to that point, talking about the UFO, I was so fucking drunk that I don't <laughs> that I do not remember that. And I was hoping that you would just kind of lay it out for me and tell me. And I'm glad that you did because I'm coming into this going, I, I have notes on this movie. I have, I remember it up until about 20 minutes before the end, and then things got a little blurry. Why was I so drunk? This movie because the movie was oh, so bad. Yes. I'm just like, I sat down with customary scotch. And I'm like, okay, going to watch the movie, take my notes, da-da-da. And then after after act one, I'm like, blip, 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 blip. Okay, now let's finish the movie. <laughs> let's finish like, the movie. I honestly did not remember that it was that it was a UFO that was in control of it. So there, I went on that big rant about the nefarious entity. I let you. could have told me. Yeah, I you. <laughs> you, knew, you could tell that I didn't know what the fuck was going on at that point, couldn't you? Yeah, I could. I figured you, you couldn't miss it. So... Okay, uh, so the UFO then. The UFO. aliens were, the aliens were so bored that they wanted to come to Earth and fuck with trucks. So why weren't the aliens controlling the fucking cars? I guess that's where I'm coming from. I don't know. Good God. They like they like the big things. <sighs> uh, weaknesses. Yeah, let's get to our basics. For weak, well, no, I got weaknesses for the vehicles. And I'm being serious. They need fuel. Yeah. And a weakness that they didn't exploit that I will exploit later, and I'm probably ruining my joke, but uh, tires. Yeah, they operate on tires. Yeah, I say tires because I think we've all seen either through YouTube or on TV those those uh, world wildest police chases or whatever the fuck those shows are. Yeah, Have you ever seen them where they all the tires go out or three of the four tires go out? Yes, they they can't they drive like three miles an hour, sparks everywhere. Mm-hmm. So technically, if you were to take out tires, the spike strip thing, spike strip or something like that, don't go too far. You're gonna ruin my joke for later. Um, no, but anyway, spikes, you know, you take out the tires and you could fast walk away from them. Seriously. Power walking, getting some exercise. Power walk away. Come on, semi. But those, those are the weaknesses. Yeah. So like, let's see. Then we got your survival basics, air, water, food. I have, I have, I have have a weakness. Sorry. (laughs) ACDC. That's your weakness. It is my weakness. Not the truck's weakness. (laughs) I guess it's not. Good acting because they, they. 
that's the truck's never saw just, any yeah, of it. Have, that would have completely destroyed them. If someone if came out and did some good acting, acting. truck like, what? Whoa. We're, whoa, whoa. we're in the wrong movie. We have to leave the set. <laughs> the truck would be like, would be stop, honk Morse code, and the little Firefly Grill guy kid would come out and be, he'd be like, please ask the uh, gentleman to leave. He is so well-spoken. He does not belong here. This movie. And they will continue to kill the rest of you. And he'd be like, sure, they're if you pass. And they just let him, they'd stop. Let them walk through. They'd honk like, "Thank you for your service, sir." And then they would continue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, three minutes without air, three days without water, three weeks without food, everything's okay. Yeah. Like, as long as you have well, it, as long unless as you, it. you went to turn the water on and the magic comet UFO dust caused the water to shoot out extra hard and hot. And hot, uh, and it burned you, or it got in your face and drowned you somehow standing up. Yes. Because fuck it, why not? Because there's, there's physics, there's, you know, physics <laughs> that support that, right? Oh, fuck yes. Yes, definitely. Fuck yes. Can but you? I mean, it's okay to drink. Yeah. The air's okay to breathe, and any food you have is okay, it's not contaminated. Shelter. Mm. I mean, a bunker doesn't sound bad, but I mean, how deep it is, could a truck driving on top of it? collapse it depending on what type you know, that's that's a good point but i mean i was thinking bunker because if you're in a bunker and you're underground if if anything you're undetectable and it seems that the vehicles and whatever the hell else is able to be taken over in this movie detects humans and goes after them and until it detects them it doesn't try to fuck with them at all how about a cabin in the middle of the woods yeah, I mean seriously, you're not around technology. Uh, oh, wood fire, you wait, know. Wait till you get to my like the breakdown of it for me. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, why not? Uh, yeah, you know, you live if you're out in the middle of nowhere. That's it. They don't show anybody like hiding in the woods and slowly creeping around trying to get there. Um, you got anything else for those or weapons? Or, uh, I have my basically what I call the reality of it, which I might start adding the reality of it but i, I will we'll do that last but it goes to what you're uh talking about you say you want to move on to weapons no are you ready to move on to weapons i'm asking questionable to, uh, like for shelter oh yeah okay well for shelter i said it, it can be questionable since a semi-truck can just drive right through your house yes so if you're thinking well i'm just gonna i'm just gonna hang out at the house eh, if a semi comes seeking you it can just basically blast right through your house but and then i have no and here's my other thing um they sail to the island. There's no machines at all. It's like a primitive island, which is fine. They take a sailboat, which is fine. Um, my question is, I wonder if, if ships are, are all of a sudden alive. Mm. Like, you could say, well, I'll hide out in the ocean. Yeah. Like, I'll take my ship and, and just drop anchor in the middle of the ocean. And right. Fucking... But I wonder if... Is there going to be like a... Coast Guard cutter that's going to come by and smash right into you. Cut right through yes. your ship. And, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. serious. I don't know. I would. I was going to say one of those big cargo ships, but they're so cumbersome that if you're in a decent, if you're in a smaller ship, you can run away from them, no problem. But a like a Coast Guard ship yeah. that are very nimble oh, and yeah. fast, and, and but still large. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could fuck. They have some machine guns on those things too. True. And why wouldn't they be able to take those over and power them? I don't know. Because but there's it, no explanation but for anything else. if they can't, <laughs> let's, let's say they can't. Let's say the ships aren't taken over. It's just trucks for some reason because yeah. the aliens like wheels. They don't like water because they're suck-a-dicks aliens. They're scared of water. Ooh, a cargo point. ship in dock. Just climb up on a cargo ship. Fuck yeah. And just start opening containers. Yeah. I guarantee you'll find food oh, and whatever years. you need. For years. And you just, you're, you're up high. 
even if the trucks come and start ramming into the ship, by the time they cause enough damage to sink it, at the do- you'd be like, hmm, those trucks are ramming the thing. I better get out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. time to leave. Or just fire that thing up and back If it you away know how. From- yeah. If, yeah, they are pretty they, complicated. Yes. I'm saying if you, if, if you have nautical experience. Yeah. But those nautical, cargo ships. Nautical. And back it up just. Just out to the harbor. Just, just in the middle of the harbor, right. even, and and all the trucks you see just driving in, trying to get yep. to you. And then, yep. you could sit there forever. Yeah, you can live a life out there. Yeah, you yeah. can live a year. I get, I guarantee you can easily leave, live. Excuse me, a year if it's a cargo container with those intermodal containers that you see on semis and trains. You would find enough stuff. Oh, for sure. To live off of for a year. Sure. More than guarantee it. Yeah. Sure, you're going to find plenty of them full of, like, televisions and yes, bicycles, and... but you're also going to find a lot of fucking food, a lot of bottled drinks. May yeah. not be water, but you're going to have drinks. Alcohol and other shit. But at least you'll find yeah. something. Yeah. You'll, you'll survive. Yeah. Make it fast. But, <laughs> but you find an exercise machine. Keep it safe. Um, is that all you had for shelter? Weapons? Yeah. Uh, weapons. weapons. <laughs> um, for weapons... I put uh, like I didn't get, like uh, thing they didn't didn't touch on I think like a fifty cal. Now these are wish list things uh, that most people have. Would take out an engine block, so that would be a Ooh, good weapon. Good call. Rocket good call. launchers they showed. Yeah, I have that. If you had time, like a flamethrower, if you catch it on fire and you could run away, it would it would destroy it. It'd be slow. It would be coming after you. But if you could like say you're in some type of fortress mm-hmm. and they were circling, you could flamethrow them or something. Um, and then. Uh, what four weapons would you take? Now, hold on. I, you can go for I, I I put two categories, actually. Two categories mm-hmm. of weapons? All right. Yes. I put weapons, if you were going to try to survive, a.k.a. fight the trucks, or the four things you would want if you were going to support your new truck overlords. <laughs> you know, because they were pumping gas. If you, were, if you chose, hey, man... Um, can we come to an agreement I'm gonna here? Get, I'm going to get on the side of the trucks. I'm going to support these these new overlords. <laughs> I'm just a little cog in the wheel anyway. Might as well, what, what, what's the difference? That's I serve you. I serve the fucking redneck guy. What's the difference? So I put, uh, I put uh, two different categories. All right. What's the overlord category? Now, if you're going to support the truck overlords, yes. you're going to need gloves because you saw they had blisters. Yeah, you're going to get blisters. Yep. Sunscreen. You're going to be out yeah, in the sun. Huh? Yep. Uh, caffeine pills. Because you're gonna want to stay awake when you're serving your new overlords. Miles and miles of trucks, and you have to, yeah. And most importantly, sensible shoes. Because you're gonna be on your feet. You know, you don't want some orthopedics. Some shoes. orthopedics. Yes, that's what I would. Those are the four things I would take if I'm supporting my new truck overlords. <laughs> nice. What do you have for real weapons? If I'm gonna fight them. Yeah, if you're gonna fight them. And I'm, I've, I'm trying to from here on out. I'm trying to. Instead of saying, I want a minigun and a flamethrower, and all that shit would work. Yeah. But we don't have access to that. And most people listening, I'm sorry, the person listening doesn't have access to that. So I'm trying to go a little more realistic. Like, okay. Like, seriously, I'm, being, I'm not. Being, yeah. yeah. So I got um, a good 12 gauge with slugs. Because I think a slug should have enough to penetrate, if nothing else, the radiator of a truck. You know what I'm saying? Blow through the radiator. I gotcha. Again. I got a shoddy on here, too. Um, It may be. It's going to at least leak out the radiator. It's going to overheat. It's going to, you know, it's not going to be that quick, like a rocket launcher. But who has yeah. a rocket launcher? 
Um, with the with the shotgun, I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off you. I have a shotgun also, but I probably have to go both. I probably have to do slug and some good like tactical buckshot. You take out tires with that. Yes, yeah, the yeah. buckshot is going to be for tires, and that's the number I have that written on here. But I I like your idea about slug because then you can go after the actual mechanicals of it and try to stop it, stop it. So yeah, I would have both slugs and buck, and definitely got to have a shotty for this. I put a uh, heavy powered pistol, like a forty four magnum or four fifty four Casul, something like. I mean, not everyone has those, but you could get those. You can get you can get those if you're into that. You know, if you have a hunting a hunting handgun, a forty four magnum with the scope. Again, you have the potential to take out a block a block of an engine or cause some damage to the engine. It's kind of like they're kind of like zombies and like a brain shot. You need a brain shot to stop them Mm. for the most part, except for the tires. But if you're gonna stop them, stop them. Um, Molotov cocktails or pipe bombs. You know how to make them because you could throw them, catch them on fire, run away. A pipe bomb, kind of like a grenade, but not everybody, nobody has grenades. Like real people don't have grenades. They're good for movies, but pipe bomb, you could right. throw it in there, light it, and it explode, cause some damage. And last but not least, I think this is the most important thing a two by four with nails in it. <laughs> Throw it on the ground, runs over, oh. flat tires. <laughs> I was going to say, we don't have access to spike strips, but you, that that would be makeshift spike strips. Yes, two by four nails in it. Two by four nails, nice. <laughs> That's a good one. I had Law Rocket because, obviously, they showed that it was effective. Oh, very effective. It would be, if you, if you could have that, it'd be very effective. Yeah. If you... Had access to a minigun, which nobody does. It'd be very you would, super effective. Oh, you super effective! In, yeah, it blows through those half. engines. Yep. You, you'd be fucking yeah, yeah. Shotty for the tires. I already mm-hmm, said that. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't think. I just put slug for the engine, you're, and I was put two by four for tires. That's a good thing. The buckshot for the tires. Take out yeah. those tires. So this obviously would not be available to the normal person, but an EMP. Oh yeah. Oh. That's a good idea. Everything shuts down. Everything shuts down. Yeah. That'd be fucking great. Fuck you and your electricity and mechanical shit. Yes. Because even back then in the 80s, vehicles had computers that ran most of the thing. Yeah. If you shut, you fry that, you're done. Yeah, you, because you're talking 50s vehicles that didn't have hardly any. Yeah. It's up co- to us. I used to know the year. It was safe to like get up to a certain year. Of, 60s or 70s, right? Yeah, somewhere in there. Somewhere, somewhere in, there. in like the 60s. Beyond that, you have some computer, but before that, it was zero computers and cars. So, so you're 90, 90, this is 86, so 97% percent of your vehicles gone with an EMP. Yes. So, so top tip for me for this one is top tip. if you want, a lot of people have their apocalypse vehicles, you know, their end of the world vehicle. You got your bunker, and then everybody wants to build their badass off road view. I can go anywhere in this and it's loaded down with all my gear and blah, blah, blah. That's great. And I agree. I have one as well, and mine is not of this year, so I can't. I'm not, not throwing stones because I'm in the glass house as well. But for a good top tip, if you really want to have a apocalypse-proof vehicle, I can't tell you, person out there, what the year is. But there's a certain year of vehicle, and everything before that has no computer. So if there is some sort of EMP or solar flare that does wipe out electronics, if you have a vehicle before that. Like some kick-ass old, uh, like old old Jeep, or mm-hmm. I don't think Land Cruisers make it into that, but whatever. One of the cool, like that, one yeah. of the kick-ass old uh, off-road vehicles, like an International Harvester Scout. Oh yeah, like that yeah, yeah, old yeah. Bronco, like an old '60s Bronco. Find one of those, and then you don't have to worry about your uh, 
very limited, but still computer chips being wiped out on your vehicle, it'll function no matter what because it's 100% mechanical. Anyway, that's that's my top tip. Uh, last, <laughs> my last weapon for this apocalypse is a spark plug wrench. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take this spark plug. I'm gonna, out. Take I'm gonna fucking plug. kill you. Come on now, motherfucker. I'm gonna take this spark plug. I'm gonna climb up in your in your hood while you're driving around trying to kill us and I'm gonna remove your spark plugs. Here's <laughs> here's my top tip, and I'm I'm stepping out of the realm of apocalypse. But it it, it brings it up in this movie. Um this is just you can use this in general life too. But my top tip is um if you meet a young lady and she's down to fuck <laughs> while trucks are out there killing everybody. I'm not saying don't fuck her, but when it's all over, <laughs> that bitch is crazy. I'm suggesting <laughs> you cut and run. Yeah, exactly. Cut and run. I, as soon as a vehicle around you will actually function, <laughs> jump in and drive the fuck away. <laughs> that's that relationship top tip. I'm, I'm going beyond the apocalypse. That bitch is crazy, and you need to get away. Um, miscellaneous. Uh, you got anything right. for my other yeah miscellaneous stuff I this I don't even know where this is going to fall in so I'm just going to say it now yeah. the reality of it yeah which is kind of what we're supposed to be doing for this podcast we, well, we, we just, are we're tearing we up the so, reality of it we get so far off but the here's the reality of it for this apocalypse what I would do if electric knives <laughs> and fucking semi trucks were coming after me I'd grab my backpack with my tent and this is all stuff I already have. This right. isn't like things I'm gonna get I have a mini to source. gun and a jetliner. Yes, I would grab my backpack that's already packed full of my shit. My my hiking backpack, right? That has my tent in it and my little my little uh, you know stove. Uh, all that shit already ready to go. My rifle, my shotgun, my bow, an axe, and a knife. All of which I can carry in the backpack because I, I have. And I would go fucking camping for a week. They say there was going to be in the tail of it for eight days, right? Eight days. Oh, you're making me look back at my fucking notes. Eight days, five hours, 29 minutes, 33 seconds. So go camping for nine fucking days. I've spent more time in the wilderness without anything mechanical or electrical around me for fun than I would have to for anything else. I've done that just on my own time for fun. Uh, yeah, this uh, just basically. Oh, and the fact that this would be a non-event for me where I'm at because I could walk 100 yards out my back door and I'm there. I'm in the wilderness with nothing mechanical around me. True. Unless my electric knife from the kitchen Chase, comes, comes you. chasing me out there, I, I could just go out in my woods and set up a, set up a tent and say, all right, kids, we're going we're gonna to camp for, for a week and then, uh, and then we're going to go back and hopefully these, yeah, the blender will be... <laughs> Back you know, to obeying us instead know, of the other way around. I have, I've been meaning to tell you this. I, I, I know you have an electric knife and you've used it. Why do you have it on a 300-foot extension cord? I mean, you're kind of asking for it now. I'm just curious. I know you said it helps you get around the kitchen, but I think you're, you're begging for it. He's dead um, out in his woods. My, there's an electric knife next to him with a 300-foot extension cord. My miscellaneous is um, kind of on the same thing. If nothing else, a, a ghillie suit. Like, you look like the the vegetation. Like, if you're in the woods, or even if you're going yeah. along the wood line, like you're trying to find stuff, you'll, you're in that thing. The trucks aren't going to see you because you look like a bush or whatever. Dude, a ghillie suit is a fucking great 
extra whatever miscellaneous yeah. thing that w- that has yet to be brought up, and I'm shocked by that because let's be honest, in almost every apocalypse that we cover, okay, that's not exactly well, true. Some of the natural rural. ones. This is for it, a rural. Like Gilly's is okay, good for rural life. Rural, but also anything that has an enemy that has to detect you before it attacks you. Yes. A ghillie suit would be fucking perfect. Like, okay, first episode, the aliens, the suck-a-dick aliens. Yes. Uh, ghillie suit, go lay down in the field out there. They don't, they don't fucking see you. They can't, they can't come get you. Uh, I don't know. There's been a couple others. Now, it's going to do no good for Deep Impact. No. It's going to do no good for... Uh, the Shadows. Well, might for the shadows. Can I don't they know. see in a I don't know. I don't know how the shadows work because they didn't explain well, right. dick in that movie. Kind of like this one. Anyway, ghillie suit's a good one. I like that. But again, <clears throat> a ru- I'm talking about a rural ghillie suit. It looks like the vegetation. Also, you could have an urban ghillie suit. There's a such thing as. <laughs> well, I, I, I've, I'm, I'm in the process of, of working on one. Do you, do you um, weave cinder blocks in uh, <laughs> I mean, patent pending. I, I might, <laughs> I might be losing it here, but, uh, well, no, it's just w- when you're walking and then you stop and you see something, you just look like a stack of tires. <laughs> like you, know, you hide in the tires and it kind of looks like you're a stack of tires and you walk around, you stop and you hunch down and you look like a, the truck's like, is that stack of tires moving? <laughs> well, even if it is, we need tires to leave it alone. Can the tires come episode. alive? <laughs> uh, and then uh, rate it one to ten. Oh my god! Well, now that the drunken haze has been lifted, and I realize that this was a UFO and not actually a comet, I might have to raise my rating a bit. Because when I thought it was a fucking comet doing this, it was a it was a solid one, a solid one, especially with the lack of explanation of how it's all happening. The fact that maybe it was UFO. Let's consider that maybe they have the technology to control vehicles. Three. If it's a UFO, three. And I'm that's generous. You know what I gave it? You can't go negative. I gave it a seven. Whoa. Whoa. A positive seven? Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's why. Yeah. I'm looking beyond the, the stupidity of the movie. I mean, the charm of the movie. <laughs> and I give it a seven because I'm looking at now and the future. How many self-driving cars do we have? Mm. And that's the way that they're going. So here's what I'm saying. Now, mm. it's not going to be a comet. It's probably not going to be a UFO. But what's the possibility of self And they're making trying to make self-driving semis, too. You're going to a whole nother category. It's a whole nother category. One that but, we might touch on. Maybe. <laughs> but let's say you can somehow hack those vehicles or yeah. some AI comes alive. Yeah, and self-aware. Self-aware, and then the vehicles come alive mm-hmm. and try to kill people. Okay. I know I'm, I'm reaching because... We're talking about a UFO and a comet, but I'm just talking about machines coming alive. Machines so in general being I'm, able to... Yes. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm cheating a little bit, but then right. again, the you're rules modernizing are modernizing so it also. I'm modernizing it, yes. But, I mean, there's a lot of self-driving cars out there. Yeah. yeah. I don't like them, but that's just me. And they're going to get more. It's just more and more. Oh, so. yeah. All right. Is that it? That's what I got. I guess uh, next episode, whenever it comes out, hopefully in a week. 
week. Hopefully in a hopefully week. Hopefully in a week. Uh, letter <laughs> we N. Do, we do what we can, people. Person. Person. We person. Do what we, we do what we can. Um, thank you for the people that do listen. I'm sorry, the person that listens. Yeah. We appreciate it. Uh, all, in all sincerity. We appreciate comments and email. We really do. We actually look at it. Actually, we're pretty blown away when we get one. Yeah. <laughs> Any comments? Are, Holy shit. Wait, what? <laughs> you you like it? And by by reading what they wrote, it actually sounds like they listened to it. I know. <laughs> Not just a to whom it may concern. Yeah, Podcast yeah. was great. Keep up good work. <laughs> Thanks for all that you do. Uh, uh, keep up the good work. I was impressed that we had our one uh, British guy. Tell yes, us, tell yes. Us about the 28, 28 days, days, the bridge. And, like, and explaining that whole thing. That was awesome. Yes, because we were ignorant Americans didn't understand. Yeah, well, we are, especially us two. Yes, especially. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> anyway. Anything else? No. All right, well, until next time, I'm Drew. I'm Frank. And enjoy the apocalypse.